Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today I am so excited to have on a 43 and 44 year olds from Anjou and Drummondville, Quebec, Canada. One's a fourth rounder to the Washington Capitals. Their hockey journeys have taken them to Canada, the USA, Austria, Russia, Germany, and France. One of the mixed in 26 show games in net for the Capitals. And in 94 95, had the best save percentage in the queue. And just became a champion of the Q as a coach. 98, he was a Kelly Cup champion and playoff MVP. Two times best goals against in the Ebel. And is a Deutsche Pokal champion with yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> and the other is the Shed's first Olympic gold medalist and is a world champion with Team Canada. Welcome to the Shed Hockey's super couple, Isabel Sharp. Trand and Sebastian Charpentier. Cheers, Waldo. Great intro. Cheers. Yes. Welcome. Th intro. Thanks for coming. It's been, uh, I guess, since 2012. 12, 13, yeah. I think, it, no, 11, 12. 11, 12. Yeah. Uh, right? Uh, I don't know. Years off. You're taking yeah. years off for a career, man. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 11, right. 12. It's it 11, 12. You're right. You're right. Right. Okay. Um, so that was with the Beatingheim Steelers. You were like Mario Lemieux coming out of retirement. <laughs> exactly. But uh, a little slower, fatter, and you know, not as efficient. <laughs> I guess you're also injury prone. We both were. <laughs> guess we weren't taking care of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not really. <laughs> uh, Isabel, how are you doing? It's been forever. I'm very good. Thanks. Uh, so where are you guys now? We're in Drummondville. We, uh, we came back after, uh, after beating I'm actually, we came back, we, uh, we kept the house, you know, for a long time in Drummondville. Uh, so we started, uh, started coaching Isabel teaching, came back home and, uh, Travel a little bit last uh, few years, but uh, it, it's always been our uh, our home, home base. Our home base was yeah. Drummondville. And Isabel, you were into teaching. Are you? Yes, are? I'm an English teacher now. Nice. Yeah. At a French school, I assume. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I always uh, what like I always tell people about you guys, Sharpie, because your Russia stories. I remember some of them, yeah. uh, but also. <laughs> When your girls came over to Germany, um, they were, I think, like, what, three and five or four and six? 
Yeah, four, uh, uh, five. Rosie was five. She turned five when we were in yeah. uh, Germany, and Maddie two and a two. half. Well, two well, and, and after just a couple months, their German was like as good as mine, and I'd been there for six years. <laughs> I know, I know. Same for us. <laughs> it's embarrassing when the kids pick yeah. up and they're two years old, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And so I get into how we know each other was we were neighbors in Beatingheim, too. We spent a lot of time together. Yeah, we did. Like uh, we mentioned earlier, we were taking care of ourselves. Yeah. I think it was uh, uh, Wednesday nights, right? Mittwoch, Abend yeah, was our, yeah. our, our night to usually uh, lay into one. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, I guess you even took out uh, my Woody, right? Uncle Woodtits. You, you even took Woody out on the town when he came to Germany for a visit, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was, he was just in town to visit me and uh, he always talks about Sharpie too still. <laughs> Still. <laughs> well because i never went out that night you took him out right i wasn't even yeah. there hey some memorable uh nights or uh, that, was, that one and the, yeah. the pokal championship was at that same little bar right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you know what i'm trying i asked isabel we talked about the pokal because like you mentioned in the intro that we won the the, the q last year championship in the q as a coach now, but I was looking for uh, those Pokal picture with the huge glass of beer on the ice. The and big booth. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I, I can't even find any of those. Uh, yeah. I, I just, that whole year, I, other than you and a few of the players, I kind of just erased that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I didn't play in the final game, the Pokal. That was when I had my hernia surgery and I just, I watched yeah. you guys win, but then, do you remember what happened after the game? Dougie, remember what he did? He doesn't remember. Yeah. No. Oh. Um, Dougie pissed and Tepper skates. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Dougie told it on his podcast out here. It's out there. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's recorded. Yeah. 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 yeah, he filled up the whole skate right to the brim, eh? That's awesome. <laughs> That's wow. <laughs> Oh, that that guy was a terrible teammate, though, eh? That Tepper, remember him? (laughs) Anywho, okay, other way we knew each other was after practices in Beatingheim, whether or not my dog Beckham would be at practice or not, we'd go play mini golf to see who paid for lunch. Who paid for the Chinese, (laughs) that Chinese place there? uh, Or the the donor kebab. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Those were fun days, though, eh? When all you have to do is go to practice and then go play mini golf to see who pays for lunch. And you know what? Before we got uh, on the air with you, I was thinking, like, how much work it is to coach now. Mm. So much fun just to play. (laughs) It's so much easier. Oh, my God. Now I just feel like like you prepare for a game for, like, it's just never-ending work. Um, Well, I guess, why don't we get into that, okay? So, Isabel... You're a yes. teacher now, and I'm where and yes. what are you doing now? So you're in Drummondville and you're a teacher. Yep. And what uh, grade are the girls in now? Uh, the girls, uh, Rosie and is in high school, so it's really? um, She's well, grade uh, like Ontario is grade yeah. ten, I think. Yeah. yeah okay. 15. And uh, Maddie's in grade six. She's going to high school next year. You go to high school in grade 11. seven, really? Yeah. yeah, she's 11. Yeah. It's crazy uh, how time goes, crazy. eh? Yeah. They're getting big. I know. Well, like, uh, my kids weren't even born. You've never even mm. met them. No, no, actually. <laughs> no. They just went to bed. And, like, we have co- to meet up. 
right? Well, Colby's nine now, right? Uh, he would Lisa wow. would be pregnant with him when uh, we were together because mm. we had him the next year in Hellbron. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah, it's strange where the time goes. Okay. Um, so, other ways, I guess, uh, then Sharpie. So, what's your role as a coach? You're coaching Drummondville or Victoriaville? I thought Victoriaville. Yeah. Where's that? Is that close? It's uh, no, it's about uh, 60 Ks just from Drummondville. So I, I drive about 50, 50 to an hour, depending on the weather every day. But uh, it's uh, and what's your role as a coach? I'm uh, I'm the associate and goalie coach. So I do, you know, I do a lot of things. I take, I, I run the PP now. That's strange. I could they could sound as a goalie, but um, no, you guys are always watching the power plays as a goalie. I see a right? lot of offense, and I so I, I run the PP and uh, I take care of all the forwards and uh, and the goalies. So, so what what's left for the head coach? <laughs> uh, he doesn't do shit. You know, <laughs> fucking head coach. Yeah, it's actually, a- actually, <laughs> I have a really good head coach. He's you know, we, you know, we're, we're good partners. We share everything. He's, he's when he zigs, you zag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could see you yeah. being a good coach. I always enjoyed when I could talk hockey with guys that like got where I was coming from. And when we would sit up and take care of ourselves, um, <laughs> I thought we had very intelligent hockey conversations, Yeah, yeah. but seriously, yeah, we, we, we just couldn't, uh, could match the speed of the youngsters yeah yeah you see how, how mature i got you know i you seem mature now <laughs> <laughs> uh so i saw research team saw you guys went to france though to do some coaching yep did the whole family go yeah mm-hmm. the whole family it was a it was a family thing because for one season yeah, for well, we were supposed to be there for a little longer than that, but the pandemics yeah. was really hard there, and uh, so we came back. But <clears throat> we plan, we were planning on staying for a couple of years because uh, the girls, they always, you know, lessen the stories than when we were in Europe, but they don't remember much. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, you know, everything sounds cool when we tell stories, obviously, but. So they were they were really part of the decision to uh, to they, go. To- they wanted to go for the experience. They were really yeah, excited exactly. to go. Yeah. <laughs> were they as excited like a month in? Oh, not when they got in school there. <laughs> 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 oh no! <laughs> it would be an experience for them at that age to go. It went well. Anyway. It went well in school, yeah. anyways. But yeah, <laughs> it was different. Okay. Um, well, we haven't had a love story in a while. Um, so Isabel, where did you two crazy kids meet? Oh boy. We actually, uh, met at the rink cause we we're both working at the same hockey school. Never would have guessed you so guys met at the rink. In- <laughs> 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 hey, it went, we went to our bar later on, but yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell the story first. I know how you operate Sharpie. You, we, we <laughs> you invited her for lunch and crushed six yeah. beers. <laughs> You would you like a coffee? Uh, no, let's, go, let's go for a beer. Yeah. Okay. So you, sorry, hockey school. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, oh. we met at at the hockey school. So yeah. 
And then you saw him get down in the butterfly and you're like, holy moly, look at that. Well, no, actually I was on the ice and he was walking in the stands and I was standing beside uh, one of my teammates from Team Canada. And I said, hmm, I saw him first. <laughs> I called the shot on him. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh yeah. So so how, uh, did, you, did you approach him then? Uh, no, he invited me for beer. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah. know how you operate. Yeah, yeah exactly. There you go. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is we, it was uh, all like team, team Canada, all girls coaching. And uh, so it was in my hometown. It was here in Drummondville. <laughs> so we were skating, all the pro guys, we were skating after the, the hockey school, just, uh, you know, fake getting in shape, you know, for a camp. And yeah, yeah. And then we invite all the girls. So we all play, you know, a little game. But ah. they, they, were all, they were all prepped up to go out and have beer. So it smelled perfume all over the ice. And we were like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? Oh. So we, you know, so perfume, we got uh, eh? what, Would yeah. the girls wear perfume playing hockey? Yeah, we get ready for the game. <laughs> <laughs> Look good, feel good, play good, right? Exactly. There you go. So yeah. I felt good. And I smell good. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see how uh, you were a D-man. You're probably wheeling behind the net with the puck and Sharpie just caught a whiff of the perfume. And that was that, eh? And yeah. it was like, oh my God. Gotta have it. It was after battle. <laughs> so we've been going on 20 years now. Yeah. yeah. And I, I guess 20 years, that uh, is how this started. I saw your post about 20 years ago. You were a gold medalist. Yep. There you go. 20 years ago. Is that 20 weird? years? Not getting any younger. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, but wow, gold medalist in my shed, folks. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> right? <laughs> Crazy. Okay. So, Isabel, growing up yeah. in Anjou. Where's Anjou? It's in Montreal. It's the east part of Montreal. Okay. So, it's a big city. Yep. So, how'd you get into hockey? Well, actually, I started playing ringette first because my dad didn't want me to play hockey. Because my, my sister played hockey. ringette. My sister played ringette, and I, they didn't have enough players one year, so so did I. Oh, but there was no women's hockey, so my dad didn't want me to play. He was afraid I was going to get hurt with the boys. So I started ringette, and then after a couple of years, he agreed to let me play. So. so so you wanted to play with the boys and play hockey? Yes, of course. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, so then were you like playing a lot of road hockey and like stick handling and stuff or, cause I, I know my sister was, she was in the ringette. She like, she never really picked up hockey sticks and like stick handled and shot. Right. But if she would have, I think she would have been a heck of a player. Well, one of my brother was playing hockey and I would, I wanted to play so bad. I was playing uh, street hockey. Uh, I was playing hockey at the outside rink, uh, anything, anything about hockey I wanted to do. So. Yeah. That, yeah. That's how we all are. I know. Okay. So then, uh, is that, that's mainly French there then? Yep. Yeah. And Drummondville as well. Yeah. Mostly yeah. French, not a whole lot of English. No, no. I'd, I'd stick out around there. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, so not just about the English. You'll stick out anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so then how, how long, um, did you play with boys? until you go to play with girls? Like, how does that work back then? Well, I played with boys until I was 17 years old, but I was playing a uh, double A and it was uh, body checking. So it was good. It was, uh, 
it was hard on uh, on the body. <laughs> we're pretty uh, pretty big. I'm not a like a big girl, eh? So it was um, it was. So did, injuries, you, did you so... ever get like laid out by a guy where like a guy uh, laid you out? Times, really, many times. Really? Yeah, they knew I was a girl, so they were going for me and hitting me harder. I think. I don't. I don't think I'd be able to do that. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, well, they were. Huh. Different times <laughs> back then, maybe, eh? Yeah, and one time I was now the now the now the, uh, the boys don't even hit each other now. So. No, exactly. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Um. So then, what's Laval La Mistral? What do you? What's that? Is that a girls' league? That was the research team found that team. Yeah, Le Mistral. It was. Uh, well, they were they were trying to get like um. Uh, well, not a professional women's hockey league, but it was kind of the start of it. So you could be any age, just the best girls you could get together type thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a new team. They only lasted three years, I think. Okay. And yeah, there was not enough girls to, uh, to keep going. So the, the girls game is growing a lot though. Nowadays in the last couple yep. of years, right. Since they were mm-hmm. in the like NHL all-star game and that girl skated really fast. Oh. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, really fast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they've made a lot of strides though. It'd be cool if girls like made a living as a pro hockey player, right? Yeah, they're trying to get a woman uh, like a professional women's hockey league. We'll see. We'll see where did, it goes. Did, did you hear about the Pittsburgh uh, thing there? The the girls they're, they're redoing the gold medal game in Pittsburgh at the Penguins Arena, full house. Uh they're getting the women's hockey really, uh, really going there. What are they doing? They're they're redoing the they're replaying the gold medal on the screen or US something in Canada. Okay. In the in the Penguins rank in Pittsburgh and oh, wow, the organization's taking care of everything. Uh, really, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, no, it's great when they start getting support from the NHL and stuff, yeah. right? Um, okay, so you grew up in Drummondville, Sharpie. Yep. How'd you get into hockey? <clears throat> I actually I have one uncle that plays the game. Uh, and I went to see him once and I was pretty, you know, I was hooked to it right away. But the thing is, we're the only two hockey player in the family and we don't have uh, much age difference. He's the younger brother, my dad. So he would just put me in net. So I became a goalie without any choice. <laughs> and uh, uh, who's kidding? Who goalies are goalies? <laughs> yeah, I guess. He, I guess he was right. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's actually in our town here. Uh, I go out and help with Zoe's hockey and they let the older siblings come on the ice and for fun. Colby's been putting on the goalie gear every Wednesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the little kids shoot on him for fun. <laughs> yeah. That's and funny. by the way, I'm also a coach shout out to my under 11 team. We went to three and oh, in the playoffs. Yep. Outstanding. Good job. Yep. yep. So we got three more games coming up this week. Biggest week of the season, boys, get your sleep. Um, congrats to the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not, con- not congrats yet, man. We're right not in the yet. middle of it. Never We're right in the work. middle of it. Yeah. Right. I haven't done shit yet, boys. Get yeah. your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, break your leg then. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so Drummondville, where's that one? It's uh, center of Quebec. It's really how it's called. The uh, like the region. It's really center of Quebec. Okay. 
Um, we're, we're an hour from Montreal. We're an hour from Quebec City. We're, we're already halfway uh, in between. I'm pretty sure back when, uh, like, when we saw each other all the time and we were like, brothers, I'm pretty sure we were planning a trip to come see you guys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It never did happen. No. Hmm. The offer still stands. Yeah. Well, we should see each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we'll what? have a babysitter for your kids. So yeah, yeah, that's right. They're old enough for that yeah. now, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I, I remember your sleeping patterns that year, Sharpie. Uh, Sons of Anarchy really uh, yeah. caught up with this. <laughs> yeah. Talking to, but speaking about taking care of ourselves as pro athletes, I think you were staying up to like four a.m. because you were hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I had some really good naps in the afternoon. Solid naps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So you went from growing up in Drummondville to, uh, I guess, the place is Laval Titan College yeah. Francais. So yeah. you went to a school to play in the queue? No, that was, um, that's, that's where we didn't have any billets. So we stayed in the, uh, in the dorms at the college there. So at what age? Uh, 16, 17. <laughs> Were you taking care of yourself then? Yeah. <laughs> That's where it all started though. It yeah. Could've, it could have turned really bad. Yeah. But then you learned about the salads and the protein shakes and all the stuff I learned about. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. But <clears throat> actually at 17 years old, I was like VIP in, in the bars in Montreal because Laval is just, just outside just outside Montreal so the college is right downtown Montreal so that's where I lived for two years oh nah. yeah we were having lunch dinner and late night drinks at the same spot sometimes you had a, a honey hole as they would call it you went yeah. to the same spot a lot yeah exactly <laughs> hockey is different back though like when you started pro when even when i started pro for a year or two it was different right like after practice you went for beers right yeah, oh, like you couldn't be uh it couldn't be the first thing right now because i i coach these kids in the queue and i'm like what do you guys do for fun like seriously like play video games right like they they weigh their food they they no they like they're fucking so disciplined and serious and i'm like but isn't that the coaches doing that to them? Uh, no, they do that to themselves. <laughs> we're, we're trying to balance things out a little bit. Right. Well, the kids do need to have fun. And I, I speaking yeah. to people in my shed is the people who are enjoying life and having the most fun usually win the most. Yeah. But so well, how does it go as a coach in the queue? Cause they're just young little punks. When you win it, do you get to floor it? Yeah, we did, but uh, I went a little <laughs> overboard. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, what we, I do too. So yeah, we, yeah, we got in trouble a little bit after the, is that right? A little bit too much, a little, a little too far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, uh, you know what? Champions, <laughs> champions are champions and eh? champ for life. Man. I, that's what I thought. I know yeah. when I was a Deutsche Meister in Beatingheim, I took yeah. no, I took no prisoners that day. <laughs> <laughs> I may have embarrassed myself just a little bit, but you know what? You live and you learn, right? Exactly. And champions are champions. Still, still standing today. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Isabel, I saw you were a St. Lawrence skating saint. Yes. How did you go to St. Lawrence? 
Well, after I stopped playing with the boys, I went to play ho women's hockey in the CGF in, um, in Montreal. And with that team, we went to play a tournament in the, um, in the United States and one university saw me play and they offered me a full scholarship. But the only problem is that I didn't speak English at the time. So <laughs> that could be an issue. It was just a tiny problem there. Navigating Lieutenant Bayfield Bird Company. <laughs> Um, that's a bit of an issue. Um, I actually know another guy that had a full scholarship that I played with in Germany and beating him was Stefan Robitaille. He went mm -hmm. to a school and didn't know any English either on a full ride. Yeah. That'd so, be a tough go, eh? It was tough. My, uh, yeah, first couple of classes while my, my best class was Matt. So I was analyzing what the teacher was doing on the board and I was like, Oh, I think I get it. So, I, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine trying to do university in a different language. <laughs> I yeah. could English was tough enough, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easier than French, I would say. <laughs> um, I, well, you wouldn't know any of the guys that were on the men's team back when you were there, would you? Because I know a bunch of guys that went to St. Lawrence. Well, maybe I remember a couple names, but... So, would you remember a Brandon Dietrich? Would he have been on the team? Dietrich, I, the name rings a bell, but he, he, he signed early after two years and went to the Rangers or something on a signing bonus. But, um, he was the guy that got me to Germany. Just yeah. fun fact. Well, fun I only fact. played, I only played one year in St. Lawrence cause I moved to Calgary to train for the Olympics afterwards. So, so that's what happened. So then you go there for one year. You, did you pass yeah. all your classes in English? No, <laughs> I didn't pass all my classes. <laughs> yeah. But, so but, hey, that's, that's not bad. Well, it's not bad if you don't even know the language. Yeah. And so, now I, I'm an English teacher, so it's not bad. No. Um, so you leave school and leave your scholarship to go for the Olympics. Yep. yep. So did you know you're on the team? Or did you have to try out? Olympics? No, yep. it was training camp. And uh, it was training camp and they announced the Olympic team um, a little bit after Christmas. So you guys go there for how long of a training camp? Uh, we move uh, from August to right to the Olympics. So Really? So it's just full yeah. go. You're a full-time hockey player getting ready for yeah, the Olympics. Yeah, training uh, seven days a week, basically. And uh, it's either... Uh, and you get paid much? They don't pay a, a thing. <laughs> so <laughs> like you just get per diem for your meals then or something or... Yeah, they, they offer you a little something. Well, the government is supposed to pay athletes by the ranking they get, but it's not uh, it, it's not enough to <laughs> no. to pay for your apartment. <laughs> so and that's to be an Olympic athlete. Yeah. That's crazy. We eh? love it. Well, yeah, you'd have you have to, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that how many girls would have got cut from training camp? Uh, we started 35 players and he kept 22. Oh, that would have been stressful, eh? Yeah, because I was living with a defenseman I was uh, competing against and uh, she didn't make it. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So it was hard, but we, we still are good friends now and, you know, yeah. doesn't hold it against me. <laughs> right. Wow. And they had to cut somebody, just, right? Just watch your drink when you're with her. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so then um, let's get into this. Let's dive into the Olympics here, okay? Sure. So, you, so you make the team, and then uh, is there any, like, 
pre like pre tournament games? Like, did you go anywhere before Salt Lake or no? Uh, well, when we were in training camp from August to uh, February, we played um, nine games against the U.S. Nine games lost against the nine US. games against them. You lost every one. Yes, every one of them, and we didn't do well. And it, it wasn't that close. So, but when we um, we got to the final game, it's like everybody knew we were gonna win that game in the locker room. Like nobody was nervous. Everybody was prepared and relaxed. You could just feel it. Yep. So yeah. Uh, what was the score That's of the, the final game? For us. What was the What's score? That? What was the score of the final game? Three two. I would have. I would have watched you play. I know I would have. I'm trying to think, I remember where I was watching the men's finals. So, did, would you have watched the men's <laughs> finals and like all the other sports while you were there? Yeah, I watched the men's final. We were there when they won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard at the Olympics, there's a lot of inter-sport breeding going on in the Olympic village. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that too, but I, uh, I, I heard from like different countries, different, <laughs> different sports. I heard it's a real breeding ground. <laughs> well, it's a little crazy after the um, closing ceremonies, right? All everybody's got to let their hair down. It's all over, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a full house party. So what do people like, I've never won a gold medal in the Olympics. So what do you do when you win a gold medal in the Olympics that night? Is it like winning a Pokal championship? Beating <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have that big glass to drink. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, nobody pissed in one of your teammates skates. No, <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, but seriously, so what do you guys do after? What what happens? Just hit the town or what? Or just party well, the locker yeah, for a while? Was, well, obviously, we party for a couple of days before the closing ceremonies. I slept with my medals pretty much all the time. Straight. Yeah. Yeah, just party. And sometimes you look at pictures like, hmm, don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've been sent pictures like that, too. <laughs> Yeah, she she's she's uh she's not mentioning some uh, some of the after uh, gold winning. No, no, I'm afraid of what no, he's no, gonna no. say. <laughs> These girls got to get on stage with tragically hip. Oh, really? Oh, middle yeah. of a fucking show, like like serious. I'm I would shaking have, the I would melon. have loved that. Is I would the, love it. The basis. You were out there with the bassist with Tragically Hip. Where mm. where was that show? At the Olympics. Tragically Hip came to give a show for the Canadian team. Really? Um, yeah, because we just won the gold medal. And one of the girls on our team, she knew uh, one of the guy on Tragically Hip. I don't know how. So we got on the stage. Yeah. Wow, that's, okay. that's living, eh? That's Not living. Bad. Not bad. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Um, where was tragically when we won the pokal? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, the, well, that little bar we hit in Beatingheim where nobody yeah. would find us. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, I, there, there's only like what, six to eight of us that went to that little hole in the wall bar that yeah. night. Remember Dougie and <laughs> good times, good times. Oh, uh, Fenton. Yeah. Fenton's dodging the shed. Eh? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like an NHL scout now or whatever. So he, whatever. 
can't come on. Mm -hmm. What a joke, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so who was the best dancer on the Olympic team? The best dancer? I know the best dancers of all the hockey teams I played on. Well, you know, that's... um... That's a tough, uh, that's a tough one. What's in the locker room stays in the locker room. Oh. You know that mm-hmm. one? No, not in the shell. <laughs> not in the shell. No, you're now you're allowed to talk about anything. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Well, obviously it's, it wasn't me. So I uh, would okay. Campbell. Or Ca- Cassie Campbell. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For some she reason, for some reason, my little under 11 guys think it's funny to twerk in the room. Ah, ooh. Yeah, that's what they do after they win. They twerk. Okay. Yeah, different. You different. twerk with them? No, no. Oh. I have did a little, I did a little dance after our big win last week, though. I did give them a little dance. Yeah. It, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not Can like when, it's not, no, it's not like when, it's not like when I played Sharpie. I, I was, clo- I was clothed. <laughs> oh, see? It's not, not like it used to be. <laughs> uh, okay um olympic talk so there were some <laughs> legends on that team though eh? Haley wickenheiser yep. and then the goalies were kim st pierre and sammy joe small they were on the team yep. like forever right yep exactly kim st pierre just got introduced uh inducted to the um, hall of fame well that's pretty good she's um honestly she's the best goalie i've played with and like she's an awesome person. Hey, Sharpie, got everything. Sharpie sitting right beside you. <laughs> wow, woman's goalie. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I was gonna say he can hear you. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> um, uh, but that didn't Haley Wickenheiser play like men's pro somewhere in Europe? Yeah, in Finland. Yeah, in Finland. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, the only, the women, when I was first introduced to women's hockey was the world championships were in Kitchener, Ontario would have been a little bit before that. It was when I was a little guy. Um, and we got tickets to the tournament. I went to like every game and I absolutely loved it. And a lot of those girls were on that team for Canada, um, Wick and Heiser and then Cassie Campbell and like that Geraldine Haney, 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 Haney. Haney. Yeah. yeah, but no, that's, I was hooked. Eh? Like it was great hockey. And then you see the countries playing each other. I had never been to a tournament like that before. I don't know what age I was, but it was really cool. You know? <laughs> so that was your first time making team Canada was the Olympics. Uh, no, my first tournament, uh, it was in 96. I was 16 years old. It was a three nations cup in uh, Ottawa. Really? So you played for team Canada when you're 16. Yep, my first tournament. Yeah, that's when you're still playing with the boys. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. So, no other stories from afterwards, other than the tragically hip on stage. Anything else? What other press? Did you have to do like a tour? Did you have to get on any more press? A lot? Did you get invited to do a lot of sheds? <laughs> well, after well, when we got home, like a lot of companies wanted us to to go, you know, to to meet their um, employees and you know talk like. Uh, pep talk. They, they give you a little Whatever, payday but... for that. Give you a little payday for that. Yeah, for that, yes. So you say yes to everything. Because <laughs> yeah, you haven't been yeah. paid. In, you haven't paid in half a year, so it's time to cash it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I did a lot of that, but. Um... Yeah. So do you, did you, when you went, you go to the Olympics, you don't get paid. You didn't get paid. 
really? A, a little bit, but very, very little. Yeah, crazy, eh? Yeah. And then a lot of those girls do that for like a decade, right? And like, so what? They have to have other jobs then. Well, so I know one uh, one of the girls is a finan- financial advisor. Uh, a, lot, a lot of guys are getting into that Personal now. sponsors. So those are, are set. Like, these girls are set. Okay. Like, yeah. I when I was training I was uh, going to the gym in the morning and I was uh, going to work in the afternoon the other girls were going for a nap you know for that's, a long what, that's nap. what you want to be doing so yeah I know I wish <laughs> I, I but <laughs> I, I, yeah I miss napping great time <laughs> I know. Uh, okay so Sharpie you uh get drafted fourth round to Washington so where are you playing when that happens I was playing uh Laval <clears throat> I was uh that when you leave, have the best save percentage in the queue? Yeah, that was my first. That was actually my first year. So I was drafted in the queue in 94 and I got drafted in uh in Washington in 95. So everything went really really quick. <clears throat> and as soon as uh, as soon as I got drafted, uh it's it was the old uh the old uh, routine of going six weeks at training camp or training during the summer, those were, uh, those were pretty, pretty rough. So you know what, you go to Washington for training camps? Well, it's like summer camp or rookie camp or oh, no, different places called different names, but it was just a hell camp for real. For the young guys that were drafted. <clears throat> it, it was kind of cool at first. You, you get to, to train in the best gyms and with the best trainers, but uh, it was <clears> tough. It was, uh, and then you get back and then you play your uh, 70 game season in the queue. And, and my last year in the queue, I start 63 out of 70 games. As a I've noticed in hockey now, they're doing a lot more sharing the net between yeah. goalies, eh? Yeah. Why? Do you, like, are the goalies getting soft like the players? Like, you can't yeah. play that much? Are they actually, like, is the best goalie not the best goalie back-to-back nights? Uh, it's it's tough to say. I, I, th- I think we were, we were drilled like that. We were just used to it. Right now, right now, everything's about performance. If, if you're not a hundred percent sure you're going to be at the top of your game. You're might as well put the other guy in, in, but I don't know. It's uh, sometimes I, I, you know, we mentioned back-to-back games, like <clears throat> when, when we, I played in the A seven out of nine. Like well, that, that's what I mean. We it like, was ridiculous. Like, like, and now I see that like, every team, if they have back-to-back games, their starting goalie doesn't play both games. And it's like, why? If he's the better goalie, he's the better yeah. goalie. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> There's more planning, long, long-term uh, injury prevention, all that, all that stuff. And all the kids starts really young now to have an entourage. Everyone's got a skills coach, a strength mm-hmm. coach, a sports psychologist uh, <laughs> uh who, and, and, they, and they and they pay for all that like their parents are paying for it at that point because they've never made well, a payday right no agents agents do agents do uh they'll they, pay for that 
Sure. Well, they contribute a lot, but I, I wonder how some agent makes money. Like the like the the Ford guy in our team as an agent, like I'm like, like what what is this? like like yeah. how is he gonna make money? Like I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't but, know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kids at 14 have have agents and stuff. What's it like with kids nowadays with injuries? Because I remember when I was young, like if you were hurt, you, you still played. And like, when you talk about, if you're not going to be at the top of your game, maybe you should just sit out. Is there more like guys sitting out when they're not hundred percent? Yeah. Like, and, and I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not talking about being injured. I'm talking about being hurt. Like being hurt. Just, yeah. <laughs> I know what, uh, just we, we keep saying, <laughs> yeah. like, it's funny. I'm like, if you're hurt, like you can get up, you're going to feel something. If you're injured, like, you know, you're done. Like, you, like you can't play. You're, yeah. <laughs> your, your leg is broken off, man. Like, this, you're, yeah, you're that's injured. when you're, yeah. That, but, but, um, I could see them set out more, you know, I just see it the way. I yeah. see. But you know what? It's every, every position in the team, like the, the athletic therapist, like everyone wants to make a career out of it so everyone is more involved more on deck like like you can't even tell a kid with a sore ankle like let, let's fight through it let's go like the uh, the agent will like, have something to say the everyone the, uh, you need to fill out a report you need to you know <laughs> like it's really <laughs> everything's more, more that, complicated a bit that, that, yeah that doesn't <laughs> 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 oh, that doesn't sound like you or me yeah but hey, hey sometimes <laughs> although sometimes when i get out of bed in the morning i'm like oh, maybe my fucking athletic should have pulled me out should have held us in a while yeah. <laughs> it's basically every time I try and put my socks on, I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I see guys my age still playing and playing well. And I'm like, yeah. do you know who they were? They were the guys that were taking care of themselves. They're still yeah. playing. <laughs> there you go. Or this guy had a really good athletic therapist. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Held him out of a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so anyways, um, your rookie year, though, you win the, the Kelly Cup with the Hampton Roads Admirals, and you're the MVP of the playoffs. Yeah, I that was a hell of a year because I started the year in Portland in Ye, and then uh, I got cut after uh, five or six games. Like, they, they weren't playing me, so they sent me to the coast. So I was back and forth a lot that year in between the A and the coast. And finally, Portland, Portland, Maine was the AHL team. They weren't making the playoffs. So I stayed in the coast and uh, we made that run to, uh, to make the playoffs. And we actually finished like eighth in the conference. So we just, ba- just made the playoffs. Just, just made the playoffs. And uh, it, was, it, it was a hell of a run that I, I really find that your rookie year sets up your career, right? Like your rookie year in yeah. pro is <clears throat> the biggest one, like your first show in pro and yeah. for you to go and win that and win MVP, that really sets you up, right? Yeah. You know what? It wasn't the end of it because well, during that playoffs, I lost my grandmother and I was, I just turned 20. So I, I flew home, missed a couple games 
uh, actually, uh, Peter LaViolette was coaching the in the coast against us. Uh, I came back from the funeral and we won in seven. And then in the finals, we played Pensacola, Florida. We won. And uh, I slept on the beach. Yes, you did. Because champions are champions. <laughs> Champ for life. And then listen to that. We, we took the bus home. I got called up by Washington. They were after sleeping on the beach. It was 98. And listen to that. Listen to that. It was 98. Washington lost, uh, lost to Detroit in the, in the no, Stanley Cup final. So I got called up from the coast to be black aces with Washington after sleeping on the beach. <laughs> And, but I was there for like, uh, <laughs> we were, we were in, uh, I, I'm saying we were, I, w- I wasn't part of it, but I got part of uh, Washington once I got there, but we, uh, we were playing Buffalo in, uh, in the semis, Dominic Hasek was playing in Buffalo. It was the big team. Then And you were there that. for all that. I was there for all that. I was practicing every day with the team. Uh, and Billy, Bill Renford, you know, you remember Billy Renford? Was, oh, yeah, great kick saves. He was backing <laughs> up. He was backing up Olaf Kolzig, and he didn't want to, he didn't want to practice anymore. Guy was, it was his last He'd, he'd been there, so, done that, so yeah. I was, I was practicing every day with the team. Uh, so I went from getting cut in the A, going on the coast, being a little flustered about it, Fucking winning the cup, being MVP, losing my grandma, being in the Stanley Cup final my year. <laughs> that's an it. That, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, you know what? It's a lot. It's a good teaching story for my kids because that summer I was a fucking mess. I was like, I was like, you were having fun. Oh, yeah, I was right. I was, yeah. Three games into next season, fucking tore a, a, a tendon in my ankle. I was out for the year. <laughs> I saw. I saw that you only played three games the next year. That's brutal. Yeah. So. So you, you're on the rise, and that's like for me with my knee in Germany. Like uh, I was my third year pro was my best one, and I'm on the rise. And then, yeah. right, right, it's four games into a season, knee goes, and then you miss yeah. a whole year. She's hard to come back from. It's hard to come back from, but at the same time, I. You were young though. I blame myself at that time that I just didn't prepare for the next season. I thought it was going to be easy. Everything was good. I was living the life, but. Uh, so actually the research team saw next year, you played nine games and in the U-Haul you played in six games and didn't let in a goal. Yeah. I, I almost didn't play cause I, I was just putting time in the game. So I couldn't, if I was, cause I wasn't ready with my, uh, my ankle. So I tried to play a few games in the A. It was it was very uh, very tough, very fragile. So they they sent me to the Quad City just to see if I could play more games during this because we weren't making the playoffs again in Portland. So so I, I played a minute every game. <laughs> that's all that was, was just it? to have my name in it so to be eligible in the playoffs <laughs> oh in case you get healthy and then you're ready yeah to go. exactly but uh that never happened i couldn't okay get back in the game 
Um, so then I guess two more years in the eight, I think after that, yep. you play two full years with Portland. Yep. So then you're the starting goalie playing most of the games or what? Yeah. I so you get back on track once you're healthy the next year. Yeah, I did. I had to battle a few a uh, few older guys that were still uh, still under contract there, trying to g- gain some ice time. Cabinet maker, Mayfield Brewing Company. Oh, it hit me right in the eye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, sorry, yeah. you're battling other goalies. Isn't it weird and pro in North America when it's the Coast, the A, the NHL, and like for goalies, say the team signs six goalies, like. Yeah. It, this, there's not, there's only six of you, right? And you can be up to the NHL, you can be down to the coast, you can be wherever, right? Yeah, it's, uh, and you know what? That the third year when I started playing again and competing again, we were split Washington and Chicago in the HL. So you're like, oh, so you get their goalie too. Like, seriously, give me a break there. <laughs> And yeah, and then so what does the coach make the decision on his own who who he feels like is going to play? Because I always found in the AHL, there's people telling them who and where to play them, right? Yeah, I think I think so too. I think to this day, some organization in the A don't have much say about who's starting, who's playing, who's getting called up. Yeah, it's no, the coaches don't make those decisions. Yeah, they. Give your opinion, you know, put, put your, your two, two cents in it, but yeah, <laughs> but you're still going to play the, <laughs> the <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So first time you get the call though, you made the NHL and it's year five yeah. of pro. Yeah. I'm, um, that's another good story. My buddy came down for, uh, for a weekend in Portland. He came from Drummondville. So he pulls in for the game, the Friday night. Right after the game, I get called in, in the office. Glenn Hanlon was my coach. And uh, he's like, Sharpie, you're getting called up with uh, Glenn Metropolitan to uh, Tampa Bay, Washington's in Tampa Bay. So we're like, fucking hey, man. So I pack my gear. I put, I put that in my buddy's uh, car and I'm like, we're going for a few cold ones, you know, before, you know, before we go home. Mm-hmm. And then I, I have a six o'clock flight the next day. So we just park right in front of the bar, go in for a couple quick ones, get out. Car was towed. <laughs> my gear in it. No. Like, <laughs> I can find my gear before the next morning to fly out or you're gonna miss your flight or you're not gonna have oh, your gear man so we like it friday night it was like i don't know what time it was when we got out of the bar you gotta find the car and uh we made my flight is the game that night that when you fly in is it is there a game that that night yeah, I, I got in for pregame skate yeah and then, and so you did get you did get the gear out of the car <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. I got, I got it, but it was like seriously, we didn't get much sleep. It was, it was not uh, sure. So then, how yeah. long once you're up until you play a game? Uh, that the first time I got called, I didn't play. I, I backed up in Tampa Bay, in Florida, in Carolina, 
Then I went back to Portland. And uh, the next time I got called up, we were in St. John's, Newfoundland. It was back then, it was uh, Toronto, Toronto's team, yeah. team. Yeah. And then uh, I get called, I get called up to play the next day. So I had to fly from St. John's to Halifax, Halifax to Toronto, Toronto. I had the driver to drive me to Buffalo. I got in after the, the, the morning skate. And, um, and you're playing the game? I was playing the game. Um, Ron, Ron Wilson was the coach. Ron Wilson was coaching the Washington Capitals, and uh, he's like, are you okay? I know I, I was flying all morning. You, you, did, he, did you have to ask your physiotherapist and your mental no, coach? No, no, he didn't have to ask and wait <laughs> for an answer. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah I, I'm in the NHL, I'm, I'll play. I, I'm starting I'm not, tonight. I'm not, I'm not hurt, I'll play. <laughs> I'm starting tonight, and uh, it was my first win. We won 3-1, had second star in the game. Holy moly, you must have been all juiced up after that then, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Second star, you win three one in your first game. Yeah. Holy cow. And they played me back to back. Really? Night, next night we were in New Jersey and we lost uh, four three in uh, in OT and uh, Scott Niedermeyer scored the winning goal. So I was, it was kind of bittersweet. I was like, fucking Scott Niedermeyer scored, but yeah, um, yeah, but still kind of cool you got scored on. By yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but when you say I called up with Glenn Metropol, that guy was a good player. He played forever too. He was still ripping up the Swiss league like just a couple of years ago. Right. I know. Oh, like what a great, great guy, great player. Love everything about him. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he, they made a show about him in Switzerland a couple of years ago. Like the, the, they just followed him around like as a 44 year old, I, He's like a circus freak with a with a ball before a game. Like he just stick handle, like he flips things around. Like he's unreal. He's got great hands. Yeah, and I I remember him. Right handed shot, skilled guy. Yeah, yeah. Just just not quite enough for the to be the full time make the full time NHL. He he would. Uh, I don't know. He he would have. He'd be better nowadays than back when he was coming up, right? Yeah. When he was coming up, it was just too offense, too much offense just for NHL. But he was in the top 10 score of the of the American hey. League every year. And then he went to play uh, in Finland for a year and he learned to back check a little bit. Yeah. But and then he came it- back <laughs> and he played a third and fourth line roles in the NHL. Did good. I remember he did well with Montreal one year, I think. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Um, okay, so then you you uh, go back uh, most of that years in the AHL. I think it said you played two games. So those two games back to back are the the games you play. It was at the end of the year, yeah. Okay, so they gave you the cup of coffee, and then you make the team out of camp the next year. You're the backup goalie yeah. in the NHL. Yeah, I was in the starting uh, start. Uh, I was I was dressed the first night. Well, for like the first ten games. And uh, Craig Billington was still under contract. They couldn't figure his contract out. They were trying to buy him out. So I got sent down for a couple of weeks in Portland. 
but they wanted you to be the backup, but it was. Yeah. This, the, they already signed me before they sent me down. They just told me they were trying to figure that out, figure that out, that situation. And, uh, they were calling me up. I was only was, was hurt. They were calling me up and Billington was my backup. Then they send me down and he backed up Oli. Right. Okay. Uh, so then you're, you're getting to play in the AHL. Yeah. That's yeah. Why. So the, uh, they figured that out in, within a couple of weeks and I was back. Olaf Kolzig's German, eh? So he would have been one of the yeah. first Germans in the show, wouldn't he have? I'm trying to remember any other Germans back then. You remember uh, Stefan Ustorf? Nope. It was the same time a little bit as Oli. Um, but okay. So then you, you're in the NHL. I remember staying up one night, taking care of ourselves, drinking some red wine. And we were, we watched some rock'em sock'em Don Cherry and you were making big time glove saves on rock'em sock'em. Yeah. Yeah. I got a couple, uh, a couple good clips. I, at, you know, for those who don't know me, I'm five, nine. So I'm, I'm pretty much the last pretty much a last goalie to play in the NHL at 5-9. So they're I, all big freaks now, aren't they? Oh, they're huge. <laughs> and athletic. Yeah, they're good. They're they're unreal. Mm-hmm. But I had to be spectacular, you know. Yeah. So I made a couple good clips for rock and soccer. I know it's awesome. I remember watching I'm like, yeah. can't can't believe you're my goalie. <laughs> um, okay, so one guy we got to shout out that was your teammate, still playing at 50, Yarmer Yager. Yeah, unreal. I remember us sitting in time one day and you telling me stories about playing with Yager and how he was a vet and old back then. And geez, that was he still played another 15 years in the show after that. I know, <laughs> I know, that's crazy. What uh, what uh. It's got an extreme personality, you know, like doesn't do anything half full go. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's full go. So he, you know, slowed down a bit, but it's unreal that he still competes and still wants to uh, prepare for this every year. It's like every day I compete to try and get my socks on, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Same thing. Yeah. It's, am I going to win? Am I going to get them on? I don't know. <laughs> I, might, I might pull something on the way down. You still have, you still have the fight in you, man. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to switch it up here, Isabel. You've been sitting there a while. Okay. All right. You won the gold medal in the world championships too. Where'd that happen? And Mississauga, uh, not Mississauga. Um, that sounds boring. Annapolis. Annapolis. Yeah. Okay, I've been to a couple was, uh, weddings. I've been what? to a couple weddings there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, my second world championship. My first one it was in Finland in '99, but I was only um, on the taxi squad they called, so I didn't play. I was only practicing. Okay, but you got to go to Finland. Yeah. So you guys are you guys together through all that? Uh, we got together after the Olympics uh, in 2002. So then when did you start traveling with them? How did you know when to shut it down when playing? Well, after after the Olympics, that's well, we knew each other before the Olympics. And after the Olympics, I was, um, I was well, I needed a, a break, 
because I've been on the team since 16 years old. And so I wanted to just travel a little bit. So I followed Sharpie in the, in the Washington. And then after Washington, he signed a contract in Russia. And I always wanted to, um, to go to Europe and, you know, like uh, live the life of a prof professional hockey player. And yeah. I could do that in Russia. I was uh, paid to play in Russia. I was a woman, like a professional women's hockey league over there. For the so, tornado Dimitrovs. Yes, <laughs> and Dimitrov. So first year, Sharpie and I didn't see each other much in Russia because we played in two different cities. Okay. Yeah. So so you were getting paid to play in Russia and yep. you and how, who sets that up? Who gets that job for you? Like how well, does that happen? He, You're he going there and agent. Then, yeah. <laughs> Cuz he he did a training camp with his team uh, in that town, Dimitrov. Um and uh, there was a women's team practicing. So he asked information about it and he asked for a tryout for me and they accepted. Yeah, that's awesome. It, yeah. It's easy to sell. Yeah, she's a gold medalist with Team Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. oh, I think she might oh, make oh, the we'll, team. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give her we'll give her a tryout. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then you guys didn't live together though. Uh not much the first year, no. Okay. Well, I kind of we got just right into Russia somehow there because I got a lot of questions about that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess okay. we may as well do this, eh, Sharpie? <laughs> All right. Let's get through this. All right. Well, we're in Russia now. So, Isabel, did they pay you a decent wage to be on the women's team? Well, better than when I played for Team Canada. <laughs> she actually had a... Straight a, cash? She had a nicer yep. place. In a paper envelope. <laughs> um i i know a story from one of those nights we stayed up chit chatting <laughs> um i don't think there were bank transfers back to canada right no no they these stop along the way somewhere in uh in the alps <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you had to get on a flight to uh get, you had to take some cash with you right yeah mm. yeah you couldn't just transfer it electronically. Well, once in a while, we would get to Moscow and get some transfer up in, up in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. uh, never, uh, never fully made it to Canada like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so where were you in Russia? um first uh first year you know what we're there. skipping so much though because you're in the nhl right now we can't skip this you're a backup for two years and then the lockout fucked you right yeah well yeah I, I research team found it you're a full-time nhl backup goalie and then yeah, the lockout the lockout happens and you never go back to the nhl no, exactly. I was on a one-way contract too in the NHL. Oh, one-way jeepers! Oh dear. Yeah, I got a I got a one-way HL deal once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a one-way flight too once. <laughs> so, but that didn't. I think didn't you tell me during the lockout? Wouldn't didn't you travel around playing hockey or something? We did a few uh, a few charity tours. It was 
and a little sketchy at part. It was some some people were thinking they were trying to make money or trying to, but it was it, supposed to be for charity. <laughs> yeah, it just ended up being like a beer league. Yeah. And so, but we, we were a bunch of guys that it was really fun. Uh, I'm not sure they made any money for good cause. Oh, well, you know what that brings up, that brings something up. Cause I always forget about it when we start chatting is I actually am trying to do good stuff in my shed um, is um, we just donated sick kids, Toronto from raffling off a Matt Sundin signed Jersey. So shout out to everybody that bought tickets for the raffle. And um, so now tomorrow, the raffle ends for Matt Carruth, the goalie for the Cardiff Devils. Game worn jersey and stick are both raffles will end tomorrow. So then we're raising money for hemophilia for his nephew. And um, also, kid battling cancer in the UK. He's got a hell of a six months ahead of him. We're raffling off this jersey that I'm spilling beer on here tonight. And you can buy tickets for that on my website at aleshockeytails.com. So all those raffles are at aleshockeytails.com and we are raising money for good causes because it's fun drinking beers with my friends. And then it makes me feel better about myself too. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. So everybody buy tickets and help out all those causes, please. Special and Max and the little guy in the UK could just use our support because, um, apparently he's got six months of basically hell to get through if he's gonna get to move back home again right so we're trying to keep him his spirits up you know well i'm gonna i can tell a few stories about uk though during that <laughs> that break because we uk around, yeah, let's do that we traveled around with uh brad may uh it was uh aaron downey few few uh pretty tough customers were traveling and you went to the uk where'd you go in the uk uh we we played we played eight games in 10 days against two against each other no against the uh the pro teams in the uk sometimes we were flipping flipping teams or making trades yeah okay so it's, it is just like a charity game then. You guys yeah, are like the, was, you was, guys are the stars that show up, eh? The big time yeah. guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was fun though because we we were sponsored by Carls, Carlsberg. Oh dear. <laughs> we, we had a few cases in the bottom of the bus to travel around. Back when hockey was hockey, eh? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes uh, Bussy had to stop pretty early to get the cases from... From mm-hmm. the lower compartment. Mm-hmm. Start yeah. playing cards at nine in the morning and case up and <laughs> let's travel to the next city here, boys. <laughs> so you guys traveled around the UK just having beers and then play games and that was the lockout. We actually golfed and uh Belfry. Yeah, we had we had some some good good setup so for us. So when you go over to the UK with some tough guys and then they play some of the UK guys, were there some big fights in these charity games? No, 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 no. No, it's just for fun. It was just for fun. A little, like they were throwing shoulders around a little bit just, just for the show, but right. So, cause we were, we were really, really tough. <laughs> and you were, them. you were an NHL player and then that's your next season. Eh? That must've been a weird year. Yep. Really. 
but uh, it gave me time during that year. I had a hip surgery, so I needed I needed a break anyway. I needed uh, the three four months to recover from that. So I did that, and then I had those charity tours. Okay. We did one in the Maritimes here in uh, in Eastern Canada with uh, that sounds it's pretty fun. Lyle Line was there. Dave Andrew Chuck, he just won the cup in uh, Tampa Bay just before a lockout. And these guys were like, for me, it was just like, ooh. And, and these are the guys you're hanging out with. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, that sounds fun. So then you're on a one-year deal or a one-way contract. The lockout happens. You get a year older. So you'd be in about year seven of being a pro. Yeah. And then you're not that young to be a backup anymore, right? Yeah, you're you get into that uh that middle spot where stars are still really good and young kids are really pushing your yeah right out the window. So but um so then you didn't get a deal in the NHL, but you get a good deal in Russia then. Is that I got a good happened? deal in Russia and I was excited about just being a starter again because uh playing a lot playing not playing living the life of the nhl is great what an experience but not playing gets gets tough and uh so getting that deal in russia was was uh, was exciting good good start again and so it was um and so <laughs> who gets you that deal in russia how do you get over there? How does that happen? Uh, well, different agents call you up. Like the, they were, it was the time that Russia was trying to get a, their league on the map, like trying to get better. They're trying to get NHLers. Are you not one of the first Canadian imports over there? Uh, no, not, a, not one of the first. Cause there's, we were quite a few that year, and some were there before me. Um, just, just goalies. We, you know, um, Freddie Bradway was already there. Tyler Moss. Uh, there was uh, Steve Stephen Valiquet was after me a little bit, but uh, David Ling. I don't know if you guy from yeah. Dave was there a little bit before me. Um, Giroux, Alex Giroux. So there's quite a few Canadians and quite a few guys. Uh, but I think it was the first time, like, really, that the, the, the number of players was going up and the number of former NHLer was going up, too. Yeah. So were there import rules back then? How many? You, you were, like, the only yeah. one, though, so I guess it wouldn't matter how many they had. Yeah. You, but the team you went to... I've had guys on that went there after they were the team that like had the fighters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Darcy, Hero, yeah, Darcy, Darcy Hero Hero. came on, but he would have been right after you. Right. Right after me. Yeah. So in between me and him, uh, I played with uh, Reed Simpson when I was there. Um, just after there was uh, Chris, didn't Chris Simon go there? I, yep. 
Yeah. I think Chris Simon won there. <laughs> so I, I've heard some stories about that team, obviously, right? Because I had a yeah. guy on from that team, and I've stayed up late <laughs> with you before. But um, was it not the owner? Like, um, he was a bit eccentric, you could say? Yeah, you can say <laughs> that. You can say that. Yeah. <laughs> Reaction. What, what'd you say, Isabel? Just a little bit crazy. A little bit? Mm. Did yeah. you ever have a really bad game and like, you know, like be worried a bit? No. <laughs> no. I cabinet, actually... cabinet maker, Bayfield Brewing Company. I <laughs> uh, um, actually had a really good relationship with him. He really. Well, he loved Sharpie, actually. He, he really so. took care of me. Really, eh? Because I yeah, Darcy told me stories about him too, and he sounded like if like the guy likes you, like you're in, man. Yeah, because uh, he has to like you, right? For, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> he has to. Yeah. Well, by the way, speaking of your old teammate Yager, Darcy Rose's story on the pod. I think he was episode twenty eight. He told me the story of that guy came down, and they would the equipment kids or whatever would put numbers in their stalls of who they had to fight that night. And he put 68 in Darcy's stall and Darcy had to go out and jump Yarmer Yager. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he told the story in the shed. That's funny. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It, but this it, is the same guy, folks, small world. <laughs> yeah. And uh, me and Darcy played together. Did you, did you know? Oh, that? he played for Washington, right? Yeah. We mm. played in Portland. And you, did you talk? Actually, I think we talked about you on his pod. I've talked <clears throat> a lot. I've talked to a lot of people in the last year. Okay? Yeah. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> I know. But uh, when he signed with Washington, the year before, he, he was in the A and he played against us and he hit our captain in the back, fucking blindside hit. So in training camp next year, everyone wanted to fight him. It was it was hilarious. One of our guy was running after him in the in the hallway after after an intra squad game. Um, he actually after he was on, he sent me like this page or website of all the fights from that training camp. He had he fought like fifteen <laughs> times in one training camp, and it was all, he sent me all the videos, and it was literally one training camp, and it was all people jumping him. So yes, that's I I've, that's, I've, I <laughs> I would I witnessed that I witnessed that, and George McPhee, the GM at the time in Washington, was in the stands. Stop this! Stop this! Everyone wanted to jump Darcy and him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and, and then he went over to russia and made a very good living for a long time beating people yeah. up and jumping people right? yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> darcy was one of the greatest guys like he was awesome but i got to the hl he like had me over for to play cards and all the stuff yeah. right yeah good dude good guy yeah. um so russia <laughs> so what when you first got over there okay i still remember when I got on the plane to Germany, I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know anything about Germany. What was it like when you were flying to Russia and you're like, here we go. <laughs> and Isabel, are you with them or do you come later? I came later. Yeah. When I signed this contract, I'm like, no way. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> but then what, but then once you uh, find out about the girls team and that you can go over there and make a little money and play hockey and live the well, life. Right? That was a deal breaker because uh, he left first and we had the trouble with the house back then. And um, 
So I had to fix that before I uh, met him in Russia. Mm -hmm. So by the time I got that fixed with the house, he said, hey, I uh, I got your tryout with a woman's yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds nice. <laughs> so it was, it was a really uh, good deal breaker there. Yeah, that's great that you got to go. Yeah. Um, okay, so Sharpie, what'd you th what, both of you, what did you think when you were flying over there, though? And you're like, what's this going to be like? <clears throat> I don't know. It's... Uh didn't think much going in because obviously I was still just thinking about my career like this this was you're thinking deal. hockey this, yeah this was good stuff happening but then <clears throat> when I got there it's when because my first year wasn't with that the team we were talking about earlier the with the the eccentric owner uh, so <laughs> my first team was an expansion team it was in like a very old city old rank uh we worked out in a in a stadium about 400 years old with grass growing through the seats like it was this so is with vieta chekhov or whatever fair no that would, the vitsis chekhov was my second team the first team was the uh M oh, MVD, HK MVDs. Yeah. Oh, so I, sorry, I, that's your first team. I had it back. That's my first team. And uh, this is the hometown of, um, of Kovalchuk. Okay. Well, <clears throat> there, there's, I don't think there's another hockey player that came out of that city. <laughs> it, it, it's like, it's seriously, it's like, it's a, it's about a thousand years old. It's crazy. <laughs> They're like the, all the buildings. Nice. Are nice old. Good people, though. really good yeah. people. Good. Like once again, they treated me really well, but, uh, do you have like a translator with you all the time? Yeah. <clears throat> he was my goalie coach. <laughs> your translator was your goalie coach <laughs> slash friend slash driver slash goalie coach. Slash like, everything. <laughs> like, awesome dude it's a good chance he was there because I so, so, so you're saying like if you take a fart he's trying to catch it yeah <laughs> here you go here let me grab that and take it outside hey i got try it to try to translate that one <laughs> i've heard some of the stories of the translators they do they're like they're like the people's best friends they literally like are paid to like be your best friend right yeah but he, he was actually but yeah they actually become your best friend he, right? he's still he's still a good friend of mine and yeah. after working with me he actually became goalie coach of uh the national team he went to the olympics with the russian team like he's making a career really uh wow good for him taking off but uh, yeah he was my i there was two guys on the team uh slava butsayev played in philadelphia butsayev there he, he spoke english okay um but there wasn't many and none of my coaches except that my friend he they weren't like they never spoke to me never they just didn't talk to you at all no mm -mm. so they were like yeah he's coming from the nhl you know what to do do what they i'm like okay like they they just they just you, you, you were you were you were, you were just the goalie you weren't really yeah. part of the team right you're just the goalie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, like just stop the puck, right? Exactly. Stop I kind of, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked that. It was. No, you didn't. You like coming with me to Stuke. Yeah, and to I train know, but stations. I, like, <laughs> I took a few kids under my wing, and it became my. my just like, just ride. like me, just like me. You took me right under yeah. your wing. <laughs> there you go yeah but uh no it was it was very very different training camp i see all the guys going in the shower and what i thought was just the shower then i saw them walking with their underwear and stuff i'm like oh there must be a room like the the like the washing machine or something back there and i'm coming up like uh, two years in the nhl two and a half years so that there's like 10 guys that just runs after you take your stuff. And so I walked in there. It's really just the shower guys are washing their underwear on them. They wash their underwear and they just hang them on hot water pipes. So the next day you get to the rink, it's like a freaking mold. Like <laughs> It's like, like cardboard. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so, so you're saying the players wash their own clothes in the shower and then dry but, them on the pipes and then, but they, it was just for training camp. It was just for a couple of weeks there. Then someone started doing the laundry. Yeah. Then we moved, we moved into, uh, I didn't know anything of this. I, I just, I thought it was, that was the, the deal. That's what we were going to do all year. No one's explained anything to me. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Whew. Yeah, no. So, and what what would you, what would you do all day then? Like when you're not traveling and you're, like what when you got out of the rink did like because I know you like to go for lunch and beers. Yeah. Did you still, still do did. that? You did that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You just did that I, with your goalie coach or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like I said, I took a few kids under my wing and yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's cool. But you know, so what? they would know English. The kids would be trying to learn English and teach a little bit. School. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, sometimes I, I, it's, it was just fun to walk. Like there's outdoor markets, like you see really, really poor people and they're like, there's all kinds of things. But I found like every city I've played in, I found a place that where I was comfortable. I could order food that I understand a little bit what it was. And there was a little sushi bar next to it. So uh, don't, don't look for me. That's where I was pretty much every day. Yeah. <laughs> so Isabel, what's the, what was the Russian girls league? Like, did you run a muck? Were you just kicking the shit out of them or what? No, it was actually a uh, pretty good hockey. It's just that like the teaching is really different. Like we were practicing like the guys, like it was a two hour practice, but we practiced for maybe 40 minutes out of it. We're always on break and everything. And all the skill, like it was only in the individual skills, no team system or anything. So like they could be way better, the girls, because they're awesome hockey players. They just don't have the systems and team, con and team concept. It's well, yeah. like, it's the same with the men, right? You see some Russian guys, they're the most talented guys out there. But when it yeah. comes yeah. to actually understanding yeah. being a, teammate and like being on a team and like yeah. you know yeah. but in yeah. my team in uh, in russia there was probably half of the team they were on the national team okay they, <laughs> one day we had to go for a run like in the woods behind the rink and everything and at one point like pretty much everybody stopped and i'm like what are you doing? Like, we have to run. I don't know. We're stopping for a smoke. 
<laughs> they were all smoking a cigarette and then, yeah, we'll, we'll meet you later. Okay. <laughs> so you're in the middle of the team jog, you stop for smoke. Sounds yeah. like, it almost sounds like Western Michigan. So they're like, don't run Western. too fast because the coach will know. <laughs> I'll meet <with> you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah it um, was priceless so um what what kind of role did you play then in your career you're a d-man right were you a power were you offensive d-man or defensive what were you more uh defensive uh defenseman i was playing on the pk yeah yeah blocking shots blocking a lot of shots yep mm-hmm. okay um mm-hmm. so was your team good then in russia did you guys like win it or anything yeah, we went to... Um, you to have the- half the national team. You got to be good, right? Yeah. Well, pretty much the... Well, almost the whole team was uh, on my team, yeah, the national team. So we qualified for the Euro Cup uh, in Sweden, and we finished second at the Euro Cup. Sweden won, actually. So Really? So that's yeah. pretty cool. You got to do all that, though. Yeah. We had, the qualification was in uh, Romania. So really? Had, so you did get to yeah, do some we got traveling. Yeah, to go to out. Romania. And, yeah, it was cool. Well, I, I, that's the best part, I think, of my career was all the traveling I got to do and all the shit I got to see, right? Yeah, you're right. Okay, was- cool. <clears throat> um, so Sharpie, yeah, what was it like for the hockey part of it? Because obviously that team liked fighting, but you're a goalie, so... Um, mm. you, did, you just stopped the puck and that was that, eh? Yeah, I, I, I got into the... F- the fighting stuff quite yeah. a bit too because mm-hmm. i was getting pissed of the hockey stuff so <laughs> so you'd fight I, players I fought, yeah. I, I fought andrei kovalev andrei kovalev yeah he was mm-hmm. uh colorado avalanche guy he was quebec nordiques <laughs> trade to uh colorado yeah i, I got him center ice <laughs> center ice fight Oh, the owner would have hey. loved that from what I know of him. Oh, but well, our owner called a timeout. It was a one-nothing game. I had a I had a shutout. He thought it was a boring game. Yeah. Like the owner called, he came came down from his, his box to oh, the yeah, bench. It was crazy. Called a timeout to the ref. The owner did. Yeah. The yeah. owner. And then he got he's like, this is fucking boring. I want to see some action. So I'm like, oh yeah, you want to see some action? A puck drop. I skate in fucking center ice, drop my fucking mitts. <laughs> <laughs> and, but and and that's why he would love you. Oh fuck, he loved me, man. He, he yeah. gave me anything I want. Mm. And you left there? Yeah, because we got a Rosie. He's a because uh, I signed there a few more years. But yeah, uh, you could have made some with cash his, with, <laughs> with the baby. Uh, was, and yeah, yeah you maybe let it, you, you maybe let in eight goals one night and you're like oh shit <laughs> yeah. yeah let's back up let's back up quickly let's go i better get to the center and start fighting <laughs> okay so where were the girls born then uh both in quebec oh but so you guys planned her for the summertime uh, made in russia and made in austria but uh born in quebec yeah Okay. July and August. Yeah. Early. Yeah. Yeah. You guys planned it out, eh? Goalie, that's a goal score. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, so you started an MVD or whatever, and then you switched yeah. to Chekhov, eh? Yeah. Um, okay. I I 
I guess I don't know what kind of stuff we can talk about on here, but was there not a time that like, say they, they paid you throughout the year and you couldn't really transfer all that much. Did you not have to say, take some stitching out on some goalie equipment to, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> to get it out of the country. Uh, <laughs> I kind of pad up my, my chest and shoulder pads to your chest protector and shoulder pads. Maybe, <clears throat> um, yeah, they were uh, extra padding in it. <laughs> yeah. But the funny thing is that he didn't tell me until no. we got to Quebec. That, He's like, I'm that, so glad to see my uh, hockey gear. Arrived on. safely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? Like, you don't want to play hockey this summer? He's like, no. <laughs> I didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's funny that mm-hmm. you said you didn't want to play hockey this summer. <laughs> I, I said that every summer too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. I actually, I, I, I actually said to Lisa today, I'm like, I can't, I can't hey, wait. I can't wait for tonight. I'm like, I, I, I like you two are literally two of my favorite people that we ever played with. Cause we, we talked, uh, before we got on. We, we said we, she she's got to show up here tonight i i and and that like so she she may come out for after hours to say hi she wants okay. to just say hi i was okay. trying to get her to come on i said i'm even <laughs> gonna send you the link and i'm like yeah. you do it from the house i'll be out in the shed and we like legit and she, she she said no i'm not doing that <laughs> she's come scared on. i know i know she's dodging the shed i think people want to hear from her you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. What, a, what a joke. Um, how when you guys came over to Germany, how many bags did you have to pack? You had two little kids. Well, we always pack light. Like and, and we did pack really quickly. <laughs> we got there. Uh, I you know actually I flew on my own to play the derby against Elbron. The that big game again, yeah. My first game. Oh yeah. Is yeah. that your first game? Yeah, we lost three two. My first game. I uh, I didn't skate for like for the the whole summer. I I thought I was done playing. Yeah. And then uh, it was uh, Frank Gay, my my agent back then, and he's like, "Hey, there's a team in Germany." I told them you're ready. I'm like. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> so I, I flew in the Wednesday. I think I skated with you guys the Thursday, and then we played Friday. That was like two sk- five months. <laughs> I remember us going out for beers, oh. laughing about it. You're like, I seriously haven't played hockey at all. No, <laughs> I'm like, oh. none. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I, I came back. I me. flew back uh, to Montreal. And we packed everyone and left the... How many games were we into the season when you got there? I don't remember. Because honestly, that, like I said, I erased that year. Like, but like, so for me, that year, I like was in shape. I got all jacked up and I'm like, I loved Biedigheim. I loved the town. I loved all the people. We had won the championship there. They liked me. And I'm like, I'm, we're doing this. And then, um first 20 games i had 20 goals and uh we were in last place <laughs> and i was like i don't i and then i like i lost yeah. my way the rest of the year i was like i don't know what else to do and i don't know how else to help and i i got very mad and frustrated with the players on the like 
what we yeah. were bringing in, right? Like we weren't yeah. good enough. We weren't even close to good enough that year. No, but I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know how many games I, I got hurt, broke my finger. I just, you, yeah, you came over here, didn't you? You pulled your groin, right? That I, year? I pulled, pulled groin or, or hamstring. Oh yeah. I, I, I get that. Oh yeah. Surgery at the end of the year, but I broke my finger. Yeah, Lisa, had a, Lisa babysit the girls. Cause I had a hockey tournament with uh, my, uh, that's right. She was saying team. that like they, they, she like stayed over at your place. Right. And the girls, yeah. girls slept in their own beds and Lisa stayed over. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No, it's fun it. times. Uh, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead there. I was just curious because yeah. When we were talking about Lisa, I remember like her packing to go overseas with the kids. And like, by the end, when we were done, we'd show up at the airport with like eight or nine hockey bags. And it was like, yeah, this is a mess. <laughs> Actually, when we left for France, we, we shipped a container uh, like um, to France with the car, with the motorcycle and all this stuff. And when we came back, we came back with eight hockey bags. That's it. <laughs> so like you we, took your car and motorcycle over there i took yeah. my harley over there we I sold the harley over I, there yeah i was riding all year round yeah really yeah yeah, yeah that would be pretty cool to have a harley over there and cruising oh. around hey. well you sold it in like a i sold it I, I sold it in three days mm. over there i paid for the whole container <laughs> 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 yes. okay. so we, we always pack light with the kids anyways like we're not yeah we're i guess we're used to it yeah um okay so you also you played in germany then you played a term there i didn't realize so also places you played were Graz and wine isabel you played there Graz. Did you play? Yes. I coached too because I got pregnant. <laughs> I played and then I switched to coaching. <laughs> so that in your is that like you're getting paid a bit? Are you getting anything for doing no, that? No, not in Graz. No. No. So, but they had they had a women's league. Yeah. So okay. Russia, you got paid. That was the only place you got paid. Yeah, the, the other only time place. Just, okay. And then you. in uh, in Austria, in uh, Vienna and Graz, like uh, it was just for uh, I wasn't getting paid. I was just playing for, for fun. Right. Yeah. And you got to do that, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes it's fun. I sometimes now though, I just like coming out to the shed instead of skating around. Okay. <laughs> 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 Where was the best food you guys ever played? The best food, best food. You guys know, I like food. Mm -hmm. Best food. You know, I got issues with food. Hmm. Best food. Well, we're not picky with foods. It's gotta so be. Uh, we like to try different stuff. So you don't really have a favorite. You like just like to try wherever you are, when at yeah. home, eat yeah. that. But yeah. you know, like to me, the those those basins were the basins. Oh man, oh, basins yes. were some of the best. Yes. Yeah. So we would have gone there in Beatingheim then, eh? Yeah. Oh, that place was incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. 
It really was. It was like those pork chops, or I don't know what they do. The, the Schweinehals, the pig neck. exactly. The, the pig neck. Yeah, a little no, garlic. The lost sausage were good, too. <laughs> you shut your filthy mouth. <laughs> oh, I couldn't even oh, look the at blood those. Sausage. The blood sausage? You weren't eating that shit. Come on. Yes. Grow up. I know. I know. I never had the balls to eat those. Hey, we were we were making friends like locally because they were like, oh, like real people, like good people eat blood sausage, and they were all friends with Isabel. Like they're like, oh, they yeah, would say that. They would, they'd call you out for not eating it. They'd say you, yeah. yeah. I couldn't blood sausage, folks. Blood <laughs> sausage. Blood sausage. Uh, you're right though the schweine halls at that restaurant with like the potato salad or whatever you got on the side yeah. those were the best meal those were my favorite <clears throat> meals you're right you're right yeah. this is good this is good good um yeah but um it's mostly drink wise like that i, I remember good places you like the drinks yeah like What's- in russia in russia was unreal in in uh chekhov that second place the owner he had his own distillery is that how you call it for like a for beer no he's vodka. making his own spirit so really he's, he's making cognac and vodka this this was just like the bomb like you like he, he, he's making his like, own and you're well you're, i don't uh, like vodka and i liked his vodka yeah so well you were you, you drinking it like straight up vodka like on ice yeah yeah you, you're he, a man eh, sharpie Jesus. he put the whole bottle in on ice the whole bottle on ice and then just pour shots like cold shots i'd be totaled just a that's mess. that's I, how i'd be pissing myself for sure hey that's how <laughs> that's how he started liking me Because when I flew in to sign, he he flew me in to sign my contract for four days. I stayed in this place and everything there. (laughs) So first first class ticket, Montreal, Moscow, just to go sign my contract (laughs) and come back. And And to drink with him. And the first night, he was like, yeah, let's celebrate. I'm like, yeah, right, let's go. So at two o'clock in the morning, he looks at me, he's like, Wow, you can hold your liquor. You you look fresh. I'm like, let's keep like he, he, he liked me right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did too. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> oh God, what did you say? Something in French? What'd you say? Yeah, she wanted me to tell a story. Uh, because I was Nikolai. I was not a big fan of that owner. His name was Nikolai. Say that on. Oh. oh. <laughs> and uh one night we're at the restaurant at the hotel we were staying at and um he came in and he invites us over to his place but the first two times i saw him he was drunk and he was like i was really uncomfortable with him and i didn't understand a word he was saying because he was only talking russian to me and i didn't understand and the third time he came in and invited invite us over to his place and I was kicking Sharpie under the table like say no say no I didn't want to go and but then Sharpie's like if he says we're coming we're coming yeah and yes he said we can't say no to him yes but at the same at the same time you gotta see this once in your life 
Yeah, you got to try it out, right? Yeah. He's got the whole village, like, gate with armed men. Uh, you walk, everyone stays inside the village. And you leave the hotel, it's like a cortege, like uh, in the movies, like uh, seven dark vehicles, like uh, SUV leaving. And and they all drive together, like in a convoy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just to take him around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, like we go up to our room, get our jackets because like we can't say no. And I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I don't want to go. <laughs> But anyways, we go. You did go. And then we get there and it's like amazing. It's like a small village with like the gates open and you walk in and everything is amazing. And then like a small village. Table. Like, are we talking there's other people living around or yeah, what? Yeah. He has his domestics. Like to they all take, live there. Yeah. His what? It, people taking care of him, domestics. Oh, the every yeah, like so the maids and the yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Navigator yeah. Lieutenant Bayfield Brewing Company. <laughs> um, they all live there and just like take care of him. So like if he wanted his ass wiped, someone would. Someone would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if he asked. Yeah. Yeah. So we sit down for dinner and then he gets some. Uh, what, 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 what's for dinner? What's for dinner with a guy like that? Well, It's it like- was a, a little bit of everything. It was like um, <clears throat> cold meats and, you know, a little bit. Well, I don't know. They like- have a lot of, they had those, those hand foods. They have. All those uh, <clears throat> like where the girls walking around with the tray and you're like yeah, you but they just this this they, they sat him down, but you can pick all hors d'oeuvres. That's what they're called. Orders, yeah, exactly. Order. Yeah. You're good. You know your French. Is it, yeah, that is French. Right? <laughs> Je parle un petit peu français. Oh, uh, you're Ooh. still good. Yeah. Oh yeah, French immersion yeah. till grade nine till they tried to make me take it in history, and I'm like can't do it sorry oh, all right <laughs> like going to st lawrence and talking english right <laughs> <laughs> same thing yeah except this was grade 10 history but i couldn't do it <laughs> sorry um so anyways you guys go for dinner and then you're at his house yeah we we sit down and then he takes out some champagne some uh dom perignon like a supposedly it's a really good champagne and So he pours us glasses and then we drink and I look at Sharpie. I'm like, Ooh, this is really good. You know, <laughs> takes like the, this owner, Nikolai takes a sip. He's like, not good. And he takes it. He said to his mate, take it away. I'm like, Oh no, I don't want He's And Sharpie's like, don't say anything. So he takes it away and brings the vodka. And I'm like, I'm going to fall on the ground. If I drink some vodka all night. <laughs> No. It, it's straight up that, vodka like no yeah, yeah. that's that's where that's where he kind of lose people because he want he's he controls everything so first couple <clears throat> times he met isabel like we're eating at the restaurant i'm having a beer mm. and he comes in a little a little drunk and he's like uh, no, uh, no 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 a lot yeah very drunk very drunk very but drunk. hey he tosses my beer on the floor No, no, no. He we're throws it on the ground. On the on right, right on the ground in the middle of the restaurant. He's like, no, no, we're in we're in Russia. Like we're drinking vodka. vodka. 
He takes my plate. We ordered some sushi once. He came in. He's like, take Takes that sushi back. Away. Order like, some Russian meal. And every time Sharpie's like, don't so say he, anything. And <laughs> so you and you wanted the sushi, and he's like, no, yeah. you're yeah. you're no, you're, he's like, you're no, and no, he no, brings no. out like the cold meat. I'm like, bit. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I wouldn't want someone telling me what to eat. So he did he did the same thing when we got to his Twice. place. We got yeah. to his place and he's like, Yeah, we're not gonna drink too much. So we get champagne, Don Perignon, Sabre. All right. So and I'm like, oh, he's cool. I'm like, oh, he's taking it away. He took two minutes. Two minutes is like, oh no, no, take that away. Vodka, let's go. <laughs> we're going with the hard stuff right away. And, and then you guys are there for the night, just getting in one. Oh, we, yeah. And then he's like his sauna. He's got a marble table the size of my house. It's like just, it's it's just ridiculous. It's crazy. How... We walked around his uh, domain, and <laughs> it's crazy. Like he, and every every spot we stopped, there was uh, like a maid with food and drinks and stuff. You know. <laughs> really? And then I, I was getting drunk, so I'm like, "Hey, can I take some pictures?" And he's yeah. like. Okay. Hey, so I'm we're like, we're probably <laughs> we're probably the only people that have pictures of him in his house and his spot. Yeah. Like, he was I, I could get him drunk. Yeah. 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 And because you could handle it more than I him, could eh? I could do that. I could do that. And he <laughs> he was comfortable with us and mm. and some of his people around. And it the- sounds like once you left and like you're one of my favorite guys. As then Darcy goes there and he becomes one of his favorite guys. And Darcy's one yep. of my favorite guys. It's like yep. me and this guy must have you the could... same friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'd really fit in other than the fancy stuff and the maids and I, like everything. <laughs> Just a vodka, although. He probably doesn't even have a, he probably wouldn't have a shed. He'd have some, yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> oh, he has many sheds. Yeah. oh gosh (laughs) um that sounds uh like a like a life experience though right like not many people in the world have done that no exactly that's for sure very my mom was not too thrilled about it (laughs) (laughs) i yeah that's true right because i i remember even like when we're going to germany and like the parents whatever but like yeah you're going to russia right (laughs) Uh, yeah uh but, but like FaceTime and all that's probably not even a big thing yet. So like, do you guys no. even communicate back home that often? I no. wrote some mass no. emails to our families back then. So that's about it, right? You're that's just living. About it. Yeah. That, like once a week, once every two weeks, like I was writing uh, news and stuff, but. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah? It's, it's not that long ago. It's like 2005 mm. to 2007, eight. And we like. What's iPhone? What's what's uh, FaceTime? Like, yeah, not a chance, man. Like, it was we were isolated in Russia and just you're just playing hockey and doing your thing. Yeah, I was doing. I even when I went to Germany, 2007, like I literally all I had was that sling box so that I could control the TV. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then you then you could watch Canadian TV wherever you were, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then we got Skype that was oh. every 30 seconds uh, that you just say hi and yeah yeah 
but it is hard to stay in contact with everybody like once you start moving around and like and that and that's why this has been so much fun for me is because like you become best friends for like a year or two and then you just don't see each other anymore and it's like it's giving (laughs) me a reason to see everybody yeah no kidding i love Uh, it when when did you when did you start that if you don't mind me uh this i was like i was just over a year ago about a year ago um january 30th was the year so I've done like a hundred and I'm almost to 140 episodes and uh, okay. only at like 400 days worth. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm a bit obsessed, <laughs> but it's like, I don't know when I get the opportunity to see you too. It's like, well, I'm going to make time and I'm going to do this because this is what I want to do with my life, you know? <laughs> That's uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks yeah. for having us. It's uh, dude, it's so fun. Great, I, I, I just, I, it's great to see you guys again. I, right. I miss you guys as as soft as that sounds. <laughs> 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 oh shit. Okay, so you did the two years though. The so the second year is with that guy. Yep. And then you got a baby in the oven. So then it's time to not do Russia. So you must've taken a significant, significant pay decrease to leave there. Yeah. And I didn't really sign anywhere during the summer. Cause, uh, well, you know, first child is always a little bit more stressful well, stressful or just more attention to what's coming. And so we just waited and I got the, I had a couple, couple calls in, uh, in Germany in DEL and uh, it ended up being Vienna in Austria. And then we loved, we loved Austria both. Mm-hmm. And uh my agent at the time had a partner in Austria. So he got me the gig in Graz afterwards. And uh, that's where I started getting hurt a lot more. They, I didn't <laughs> take care of myself that much before. <laughs> I had a kid when, when we were playing. How old, are you? How, how old are you at this point? 44 and 45. I don't know. Yeah. I can't. 44. 44. No, you're 44 now. What were you when you started getting oh, back hurt? Back then? Oh, I don't know. Uh, when I started getting hurt? Caron Cat. Yeah, for sure. 30, 31, Cass. 32. She's Caron Trois. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned it earlier. Um, yeah, I was I was 31, 32 when I started. That's that's when my body really started going on me. I had I had the I had the hip surgery during the lockout, and uh, <clears throat> after a few years, all the muscles around it, I I pulled every single one of them during seasons after that. Like it was yeah. Oh, and then like I said. We had the kid during the summer. I didn't work out that much. I wasn't ready for a season. I didn't work out either. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got to Austria and I was 
I was best goals against average goalie in the league without working out. So I'm like, oh, why start now? You know how it is. And then I lost, I lost a bit of my game at that time. Really? Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, but I had some really good, really good time. Yeah. Well, so were you guys ever good in Austria? Uh, in Vienna, we were good. In Graz, uh, team was team wasn't very good. Um, we actually had a Graz ninety ers full team signed jersey up for auction a couple months ago to raise money for my friends. Yeah, yeah. I gave it to you. Um, I uh, the equipment manager is a really good friend of mine, and Joey Martin that plays there. Um, the two of them played are were with me in Cardiff and are my good okay. buddies. Um, but yeah, the equipment manager there is like my buddy. He used to <clears throat> when, so I don't, you guys wouldn't know this, but when I got injured my last year of hockey, um, I became the pregame speaker uh, for the team. Oh yeah. So the equipment yeah, manager. I saw that. Yeah. The equipment manager, that. the equipment manager used to spray paint me uh, like different superheroes <laughs> and I'd come in and do the pregame speeches naked. Wow. You know, <laughs> um, like superheroes, and uh, it w- yeah. So now he's he's the Gratz ninety niners equipment manager. So small world. Okay. 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 So, what else do we got here? So Austrian food's good, eh? Schnitzels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah schnitzels. You guys not, ever ski when you're not over a there? big fan of schnitzels? I'm Shut not. your filthy mouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like schnitzels what well, well it's good, it depends it depends like the battered stuff if it's too fried i'm not a big fan of it too crispy well yeah it's just a yeah. bad cook on it then but you get yeah. breaded schnitzel what what do you got against it if it's cooked right <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know why you're laughing i'm getting upset <laughs> no no, no. You can put brown sauce on it. You can have cranberry sauce with it. You can have spetsly with it. You can have anything you want with it. You can have potato salad with it. A little kartoffel yep. salad. Kartoffel salad. Yep. Kartoffel. <laughs> Could you guys speak any German when you were there? You guys were only there like half a season, right? Oh, uh, Sherry was. Oh, and Austria was German too, though. So that's like. Three it was years. German. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But well, yeah. everybody speaks English over there. So you're at the restaurant and you're trying to order in German and they're, they're like, just speaking. Well, we speak English. What do you want? Yeah. So yeah. You, never, you never get the chance to try. You're right. And yeah, you're right. Until Guypey and Hammer, the guys I played with were like, dude, you've been here four years. Like speak, speak German. Yeah. Rosie was better than you in German. And then, then everyone. I know. Every, yeah. Better than um, Don't worry, Walter. Okay. Do we have anything else to talk about with Russia? I, I don't know. I think we're good with there, eh? We talked about it or what? Yeah. Is there any, it was, what was the most like I'm in Russia moment, whether it's hockey or off the ice? Hmm. That's a good question. It's <laughs> a good question. I don't know. Um, Wasn't the first team owned by, uh, different people than like say the second team right yeah well the first team was owned by the the cups yeah right mvd was uh it's like the former kgb so 
people were always asking me like, oh, it must have been really different going to the, the second team because the, you know, no, they were right, right in the middle of every corruption they could do. I'm like, you know what? The first team was like the worst team I've seen. Like, I, I had, I didn't have a, a valid work permit. I didn't have any of my papers. They just like, ah, they made me a police badge. Like I was on the payroll of the police. I still have it today. I have a police badge. I'm like, yeah, Russian. So I would... you have a Russian police badge now. Yeah, I do. Yes. I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, you didn't. These are the stories I remember when we would yeah. stay up late, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, I just I go get, play mini I'm golf gonna... after practice for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Been doing it for six years. <laughs> uh, no. So yeah. This, so you think, you think that first team would have been like, like textbook, everything? Like, no, like they didn't, they didn't care about anything. Because you had the badge. You could do What do whatever. you need? A work permit? Fuck that. We'll make you a police badge. Here you go. And, and yeah, like, citizen. did you not, you told me a story of like, you get pulled over and just show the badge, right? You'd yeah. be like, sorry. Like yeah, I, I just showed a badge. I keep going. I actually, <laughs> actually got, got like not on the shoulder outside of a bar. I was taking a piss and. Uh, it was taking yeah, it was, it was close to the street. Like it was. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, yeah, was like police, like, like what are you doing? I'm like. Hold on a minute. <laughs> like, I'm on. allowed. I'm allowed to piss here. Sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. I'll piss wherever the hell I want. <laughs> I'm the starting goalie. <laughs> hey, if you don't believe me, my goalie coach, friend, translator, driver is here with me. <laughs> He'll explain it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God. But like those are the best. Like these stories are like, I tell you, it's all the different shit people do that are hockey players that go to these different countries and will do different shit. It's wild stories you hear, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So that you like you do that time in Russia must have been wild, but you make more money and then you guys decide to settle down, eh? And head to Austria. Make way less money and have kids. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Good parents. Good job. Good parents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that's why we met, eh? We settled down, went to Austria, and then Germany, and then we met you. That's right. That's right. And that's how you, yeah. But did you not start? So you play the two years or three years in Austria or two? Three. Yeah, three. I missed. Oh, I missed a full year uh, with injury, or I went. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, start playing in January, February. But uh, we were three years, three years in uh, in Austria. Yeah, so that's when you start learning some German too, right? Because you were pretty decent. You guys were pretty decent when you guys came to Germany. <laughs> you already could do it a bit, right? A little bit, a little bit. But you know what? It's really tough because I, I learned a lot in Russia. <clears throat> My Russian is not too bad. 
And as soon as you mix in the German, I'm like, you get so confused. It's like I'm when you guys sure start talking French, man, you guys, French, I used to know it. And then I learned German. And then you start putting French yeah. to me. I get, I could say a couple words in French and then all of a sudden it'll turn right into German. And I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> you know what? The same thing. When I was in Russia, I played with uh, Reed Simpson, the, the tough guy that played the uh, Montreal and Chicago. And, and <clears throat> he was like, you know what? I was pretty good in French. He's like, now I learn Russian and I mix everything up. I'm like, hey, man, I'm, I, I speak French and English. And I, but once I learned some Russian and some German, I was like, oh, now I understand what he was saying. When you don't, when you don't understand a full language, like, I, you just keep mixing up. I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh. you mix up everything. It was yeah. tough. Oh, yeah. No, no. My German definitely took over the French, right? Like I had yeah. French and then yeah. you learned German and just kind of yeah. took over. Yeah. Uh, yeah for sure. um, so I guess uh, you go to Germany. Well, I guess we could talk about that year a bit. Eh? Whatever. That We sucked, right? We were in the like play downs or reg- we relic downs. Yeah. I never played in any of that. That's when I had the hernia surgery and I was out and I just watched, but uh, yeah, I guess uh, after that you owned a bar though, or something or restaurant. It was before, before that. So in between Austria and going to Beatingheim, there's two years, right? Where you play in the Quebec league. I play in the Quebec league. Yeah. So Isabel, you play it all during that time. Are you playing? Are you done? Uh, right now? No, no, like when in between Austria and Germany. Oh, no, I was still playing because in Germany, I played in a men's league. So I was still playing on and off, you know, because of the kids and stuff. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so Sharpie, did you not start a bar or restaurant or something? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we did uh, start. It was during Rosie's. Yeah, I you just uh, yeah, I was pregnant with Rosie. So it was before before uh, in bet- one of my friends started working on it while I was still in, in Austria, <clears throat> and then we got that going a little bit, and uh, we ended up just selling everything, and I kept playing and start coaching, and it's hard to be fully into something when you're still playing hockey and you're not there, yeah. right? And well, and young kids, and yeah, that's no, no, that's not a. It's not the. It's not the right life when you got the two little kids. No, and you're, no, 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 no. That would have been completely different at twenty five. Yeah, oh, thirty, yeah. even thirty. But now it's thirty five almost when that happens. And like, mm. yeah. yeah, that's that's a totally different story. It's a bad timing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember us chatting about it. We used to do all sorts of stuff. We I remember us going, would it be Ludwigsburg to the quiz nights? Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we went to Dropkick Murphy's too in Ludwigsburg. Yeah. Dropkick Murphy's. We did go to the Dropkick Murphy's. Yeah. Didn't you wear... Uh, who who was wearing... Oh, no, that was Fence, I think, was wearing his... Uh, I, re- I remember New Fence England, going... New England Patriots jersey on and yeah they were like yeah and then 
they went down to the mosh pit. You went down, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys really mucked it up. I was watching from where our seats were. You guys <laughs> yeah. were, you got like fence was throwing elbows. It was like he was yeah. in the corners of a hockey game. And I'm like, yeah. guys, like we have a game like tomorrow night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what I had my hernia surgery, so I couldn't go down and do the whole thing. That's but right. You, you guys yeah. were just mucking it up yeah. down there. <laughs> I <laughs> see I love the dropkick Murphys but then the bands that opened for them they were so loud and like so hard rock I remember at one point I walked around the 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 concourse just to like not listen to how loud it was like <laughs> I couldn't I the, the 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 bands that warmed up for them were not my cup of tea <laughs> yeah. yeah I do but remember you know- that you know what I remember from going to Ludwigsburg? There was that Irish pub, Towers on the corner. Best fish and chip ever. Best fish and Most. chips ever. That's you what you everybody remembers about. different shit, right? I remember Christmas markets, cabinet maker, yeah. Bayfield Brewing Company. <laughs> uh, um, but anyways, um, time for refills yeah i know we are almost done anyways and then we can get into the after hours portion right (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh shit uh but yeah no i remember christmas markets you were there for that right like the oh yeah for sure yeah they're the best god okay well i don't know what else i got for you guys on the podcast here other than uh we did win a championship together. I didn't play the last game, but I guess we did win the Pokal, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Champions are champions forever, right? Champ for life, Waldo. Yeah. <laughs> um. I yeah. Other than uh, that year, like I I don't know. Then you guys shut her down after that, right? So you knew you were coming yeah. to Germany just for that. Yeah. Like you wanted to come back, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I wanted to come back. I well, we liked the. Uh, you wanted to play again, right? You know what the uh, like the living arrangements and everything in Bittingheim. It was, I think, it was the best that we have in in all our career. And the, where we lived in, in Bittingheim was an awesome place, right? And they were getting a new yeah. arena, <laughs> and yeah, it was it, it's a great uh, place to live. We were in Austria. That was it. Was beautiful, great. We loved it. We had that uh, the apartment closer to downtown in Vienna. It was great, but it was kind of far from the ring, far from the other guys. Uh, so every you know every year was kind of different. But in Binningheim, the whole setup was great. Like, and it was right up my alley too. That's why I loved it. Was it's a small yeah. town. You're 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes from the rink. You're five, 10 minutes from everywhere, but you also have the big city Stuttgart there. If you want to go see the big city, you got it, but it's a small town and it was awesome. Right. Yeah. I loved it too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a a sponsor for us? Uh, No, I don't have a wine sponsor yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, speaking of like drinking vodka on the rocks or whatever is like, I, when I drink, I kind of sip at the same speed, no matter like, cause I always, whatever you drink. Well, yeah, I was drinking beer as a kid growing up, right. Or whatever, like you grow up and you're drinking beers, you, you, you drink at a certain speed. And if I switch to the other stuff, she gets away from me. (laughs) Um, 
you know, you just sip a little too quick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Hey, cheers guys. Thanks for doing this. Um, Do you guys got anything else before we shut her down? Well, we miss you. I know. I miss you guys too. You guys know how excited I was when I finally locked you down and you were coming on. <laughs> Gosh, it's not every day. We talked day. about it a couple of times. Well, you were toying with me. Oh, well, you were toying with me. I would write to you and you'd be like, oh yeah, well, Sharpie's God doing that. And I'm like, well, yeah. And that, uh, once we locked it down, it's like every time I lock one down, my heart just starts fluttering and I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to see them again. <laughs> <laughs> and people wonder why I do so many, you know? And it's like, well, uh, it's because I get to see all my friends I haven't seen in so long. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Well, we're happy to see you. It's a really good idea. And uh, you guys seem like you're doing well. And I guess yes. go Victoriaville Tigras, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, I get yeah. So who did you guys beat in the finals? Did you go. To, you went to the Memorial Cup then. No, it was canceled because uh, oh, COVID. COVID. Really? So, so you won, won your the- league and then you didn't go to the Memorial Cup. Exactly. Hmm. Oh shit! Who are the big dogs on that team? You got anybody that's going to be? A, yeah, obviously, if you're winning the queue, you got some players. We have that kid, uh, Bo Cash in Colorado. <clears throat> Just a pure goal scorer, like a what, Waldo, uh, what, like a name? Waldo in HLR. So he's not a second league German. <laughs> I, I, you never know. He might end up end up there, but uh, he, yeah, Bocage. Bocage. I, I haven't Bo watched Cash. any NHL, man. I, I'm having a hard time with it. I, yeah. I like watching my friends play more than people I don't yeah. know, right? So it's yeah. Mm. yeah. No, I'm the same. Well, we have enough game to watch, and we have all the, those kids to. Uh, How fall. could you watch NHL if you got to watch video of your own shit? Oh no, no. <laughs> and, and we oh. we have about 50 players on their list, like protected list, playing major AAA. Playing junior A, you gotta watch all that shit. Well, you want to because if you, you know, yeah, if you care and you're dedicated and you're passionate about it, you want to help them all. Oh, yeah, you want to exactly, exactly. That'd be exhausting. God, fun though. It's kind of fun. Yeah, they pay you enough. No, but (laughs) but you do you do it for the love. It's yeah, not yeah, Russia. No, it's not Russia. No, it's not Russia. No, we're not smashing beers and asking for the vodka, right? Mm. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, you guys always seem more like shed people that to me, anyways. <laughs> really, really happy with the shed. Yeah. And this has been another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with the Sharpies. And Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott.